Hello, fellow Zeros. Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that now wants you to double it for being a dickhead. Ooh. Damn it! Damn it. That was. <laughs> also a really good choice, though. That was, that was good. Damn it! Alright, let's hear him. Actually, you know what? I'll introduce you guys first. This is going to be our Suicide Squad episode, if you didn't catch that. I'm going to go around the table. My name's Joe, and I'm going to introduce you to the rest of the guys. we got Corey. Como estas, bitches? Frank. Hola. Matt. No one bet that! And Sequel. The only podcast that ruins date night. <laughs> Perfect! Mine was, um, the only podcast where we're the bad guys. It's what we do. The only podcast I forgot you were the bad guys. The only podcast that can be quite vexing. I can be quite vexing? <laughs> Joe, I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I was stuck between two and none of those were the second one either. What, what was, was the, the second, second one? one? Uh, I think it was, it was like the same conversation. It was like, he's gonna have a, we're going to have a sore throat from all the singing we're about to do. Uh, mm. That one almost would have been better. Almost. Almost. It's funny, I don't remember any of these (laughs) saying. I'm like, same. So it begins. Yep. So before we start talking about Suicide Squad, let's get into some what have we been watching. I'm going to go to Not Frank first. Matt. That's a great question. Um, I have not finished Stranger Things, so that's what I'm watching. Uh, Besides that, I have been watching my life slowly tick away. Okay. That was as you, as you <laughs> that was really real. <laughs> as I read the article on BVS not being the sequel to Man of Steel, and I want to kill everything. We'll be leaving soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually Corey crying, not laughing. I'm not. I'm laughing with tears in my eyes. <laughs> but their tears are of pain. The laughter is that this is real life. It's like that insane laughter. Yeah. The, the, the laughter that eventually will become the Joker's laugh. Oh, God. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Sequel. What have you been watching? I watched two movies besides this one last week. Aliens. And Predator? No. <laughs> oh, Pred- no, Predators. Close. Oh. The Peanuts movie. Yeah, That's so close. Wow. Right in the uh, same name there. Right? They're right. Cool. <laughs> we can actually do both of those. Yes, we can. Oh my god. I say Penis is comics? (laughs) Penis especially. (laughs) Only for about 50 years now. (laughs) Only about as long as we've all been here. I should have wrote that down. (laughs) On this green earth. (laughs) Our ages combined. Mm. Well, that's not good. Corey, how about you? Um, I watched a couple episodes of The Flash. Got myself acclimated to that. Um, I saw The Flash this week too. Jury's out on whether or not I'm going to finish it. <laughs> and I actually just started watching Roadies. Road. That's a Showtime show about a bunch of roadies for like a rock band. Yeah. It's it's oddly good. It's one of those shows that's it's definitely a drama. I mean, I definitely think that it would be under the classification of drama. Mm-hmm. But it, it's fun and it's kind of lighthearted. And then out of nowhere it kind of hits you over the head with, oh, this is a show about the human condition just shown through the eyes of a bunch of people that are, like, the people that actually managed to put a rock show together. Does it have anyone in it we would know? Yeah, Luke Wilson is the lead. Oh, yeah. Um, A bunch of other people that you would know, the woman who plays the original Silk Spectre in Watchmen. 
Oh, okay. Carla Gugino. Or, yeah, uh, whatever her name is, I can't. I can never remember it. I can't pronounce it right. Honestly. Yeah, she is the opposite of Luke Wilson. Um, Ron White's in it wow. for like the first episode, and then periodically, um, those are the those are the big names. But a lot of the other people, like you would see me like, oh him, oh her. Ron White is acting. I don't know how I feel about this. It's it's it works. All right. It works. First season of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a Showtime show, so check it out. That's that's a, a solid. Go online and hack into it. We don't condone that, Frank. <laughs> Corey, stick with the Flash. It's good. It gets better. <laughs> the first couple episodes are kind of bad, but I'm too soon. The rest of the shut up. Uh, <laughs> that's not from the show. <laughs> it's um, the same character as I watched uh, Age of Ultron. Well, I ate Dino Ooh. Nugs, and I watched some of Civil War. I haven't finished it yet, but I have watched it before. Nice. What was, what was better, the movie or the Dino Nugs? For which one? Either. All of it. All of it. The experience as a whole. No, it was bad. It was it's better with Dino Nugs. So the movie's like I was watching um, the Heart and Soul Ultron of Dino Nugs. Eight minutes at a time. I'm talking. Wow, <laughs> perfect. Take control of that mic. Let it hear you. Hey guys. Let Camden hear you, Frank. Wow, wow. Camden, there it is. <laughs> There's a reference we haven't made in a few episodes. Nope. I don't think there anymore. <laughs> someone brought that up to me today, yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, I forgot about that. Someone brought up Camden? You know who was? You know who was? The Forgotten Alex. Country. No, it wasn't Alex. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Shout out to Caleb. Sorry, Alex. And I have been watching Bored to Death. I'm pretty close to being done with it, All right. unfortunately. You gonna take screenshots of my scenes? I already, I already saw the episode. Oh, I was. Um, I didn't even have to see your watch. You were just in it. I was like, "Oh, it's Matt. He's tall. There he is. And there he is again. And there he is again." You know the uh, the fallout suit guy? No. You, do you know what the fallout suit is? The that stereotypical like suit that's on the cover of like most fallout games. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 character. You wanna know how long the he was actually boy? on set? Oh, never mind. Go ahead. He was on set for a half hour before he passed out from heat exhaustion. So all the times you see him, that was it. Him and then they sent him away. Wow. <laughs> Magic of movies. And that's what have we been watching. <laughs> or what we've been watching. I don't know how to end that. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Thank you. You I killed it. it. Nailed it. I tried. Movie facts. Camden loves it. Let's talk about Suicide Squad. It's called Suicide Squad. Number one. Came out in 2016. August, to be exact. Someday. I don't care. <laughs> About a week ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Last Thursday. When they hear this, who knows. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Directed by David Ayer. Also written by him. But uh, he's brought us... The only notable movies I saw were Street Kings, End of Watch, and Fury, which is the Brad Pitt Trap and I want to see that movie. Oh, yeah. And that movie's fantastic. The fact that you haven't seen it, you're not a good historian. Well, I don't like that part of history, so... Matt hates tanks. Eat shit! <laughs> no, I like tanks. I just... He just doesn't like... Once we know, once we get guns too widespread, I lose... Shia LaBeouf's in that. I'm done with it. Shia LaBeouf is in that. But I want to see it. I think it's on HBO Go. Make it happen. Mm. You could make it happen. This movie stars... Oh, God. These names. Well, at the end, really. Will Smith, Margot Robbie... Jared Leto, Jai Courtney, Kara Delevingne, I don't know, Viola Davis, Jay Hernandez, Joel Kinnaman, I'm sorry, Adewale, the Kinaway, Agbaje. You actually hit that name as well as any of us would have. Fantastic. I didn't know who that was. From, from, from here on out, I know AAA. Exactly 
Triple A. Triple A. He's a Love Croc. It. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. Yeah, I had problems with him. Same. <laughs> Same. Save it for the. I'm just saying, I had problems with him. <laughs> to God. <laughs> the budget for this movie was $175 million. As of right now, it has grossed $280 million. Ooh, so, it's them. doing well. Yeah. It's solid. I'm sure it'll. You went there low I can't wait for them again. to do a sequel to Suicide Squad, but. It's not really a sequel, it's just like another movie. It's Superman gonna be like be Suicide Squad vs. Legion of Doom, and then they're gonna do Suicide Squad 2. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Don't wanna. <laughs> the horse is dead already, I'm sorry, I'm done. Speaking of low ratings, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes gave this film a 26%. Certified nothing. <laughs> <laughs> is that really what it says, or is it. No. Okay. Love it. I don't know if that was... He just made the right choice. He's a critic for Rotten Tomatoes. I have to ask him. So that is 1% less than BVS, but the audience gave this movie a 71%. That is... So that is the largest margin I believe we've seen. Oh, I was about to say, that's the largest margin ever? That's gotta be close. I don't know if it's that... I don't know if it's close, but it's definitely close as we've seen. I feel like if there's gonna be a larger margin, it's gonna go the other way. Where, like, fans despised that movie... But the critics, like, acclaimed it. Like, The King's Speech, for instance. I feel like the critics are way harder on I movies than movies. <laughs> a lot of people Fans do. Fans of The King's yeah, Speech. Yeah, but you're a critic. So oh, I remember it. seeing that when it was live. <laughs> oh, Marjorie. Do all the fans of that movie speak like that? Yeah, I'm, that that movie. I'm trying to think of who would be a fan of The King's Speech. Had to be someone who was there, so... Yeah, but he's a critic. I love that movie. I haven't seen it. I want. I've to. heard it's good. It, no, it is. It's a really good movie. But I feel like the casual moviegoer would be like, "What in the fuck? This is a terrible movie." It won Best Picture over The Social Network. Social Network's a better movie, but The King's Speech is pretty good. Mm. I haven't seen The Social Network either. Why not? Because yeah, you said I'm an asshole. Probably. Fair. Unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I miss having stars. Also, I used to watch The Social Network like twice a week. Oh. And played on stars all the time for a while. Mm-hmm. All right, so those are the those are the things I have for this movie. Let's go around into our uh, general thoughts about the movie. Let's try to keep it brief, and then we'll get into spoilers and everything like that. Let's go to Corey. I, I'm, I've been trying to read the room that we save it for the podcast. I've been trying to read the room, and I think I might be the lightest um, on this one. Lightest meaning highest or lowest? Or highest. Highest. I, I, I liked this movie. I thought it was as good of a movie as they could have done, considering the subject matter. I, I know for a fact that there are some major problems with the movie in, in general and on the whole, but from just a simple watching these characters and seeing how they interacted with each other, I, I personally really actually enjoyed this movie compared to last week where <laughs> you didn't care for it very much. Not even a little bit. Let's check in on sequel and see how the other BBS <laughs> hater feels about this movie. This is a terrible movie that is fun at times to watch. Huh. It's choppy, it's sloppy, but other words that rhyme. Yes. Choppy, <laughs> sloppy, moppy. Copy. Or mop it Poppy. Up. Poppy. But I found, my, found myself laughing, smiling at parts. I didn't hate it. But it's, cinematically, it's, it's a train wreck. It's, you can tell where they did the reshoots. It's like they were going one direction, didn't like it, went back, tried to make it funny, 
And they did make it kind of funny, but it just doesn't flow. I would love for you to point those out to me, because I want to know if they're the same places that I think I saw them. All right. I feel like there's going to be time for that. Matt, <laughs> why don't you go next? Flashback sequences, just saying. I did not hate this movie. Um, I would go as far to say I liked it. There are some glaring things that bothered me. But, yeah, it was a... It was fine. I liked the style. That's what I wanted to say. The beginning when they were doing the whole... It was very, like, comic booky and, like, weird. And it was almost bordering on the Deadpool thing. But they never touched the fourth wall. So I kind of let that slide. But it it was kind of hokey in the beginning with the whole, like, listing and the how much they make or their code names or whatever other nonsense. Like, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of fun. That reminded me of Zombieland. With the listing. Yes! Yeah, that's... You know what? That's where I couldn't think of. Because I was like, Deadpool didn't do this, but it's... But, like, it was similar in the sense that it was random. What other movie did they steal this from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that did, like... You know, later. Yep. Okay. Frank. <laughs> I didn't hate this movie, but I didn't love this movie. I didn't dislike this movie, but I didn't like this movie. You've told us nothing so far. <laughs> Great. He like, watched the movie. That's, a, that's what yeah. I learned. Um... I didn't think the story was amazing. Um, the acting was okay. I just felt like they swung and miss again, missed again. And I don't know if I can give them a third chance with the Justice League movies. You're going to have to. I know, obviously. I'm going to have to look at it. But, um, you know, the trailers gave me hope for this movie, but they lied. And uh, the biggest lie was definitely the Joker. So if you wanted to see this movie for the Joker, just watch the trailers. Because that's all the joke you're going to get. Uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe a couple schmid bits <laughs> in there. He said schmid bits. <laughs> Frank just made up a word, Camden. You're welcome. Usable only in Camden. <laughs> well, that leaves me. <laughs> I really, really wanted to like this movie. I really needed this to be... Like... Where DC turns it around for their extended universe. And in, in certain aspects, they succeeded. I had fun watching this movie. It has a lot of... Not a lot. It has a couple of really big problems, but other than that, I'm fine with it. We're going to get into those, obviously. I think it works for them. Honestly, I was it's waiting. a little bit better than what I was hoping for. So, it's a step in the right direction, I think. Matt, go ahead. I was imagining you tell that speech in a toilet with, like, your hand on the flush button. <laughs> like, I wanted this movie to be good. I needed it to be good. And then at the end you just go, and then you spin around like a Muppet and just go down the drain. No, I imagine it's like a little Jared Leto figurine. Oh. Then he gets stuck in the toilet. Cars then he mess. Oh, God. What a, what a nightmare. Okay. We should give the warning now. From this point forward, there will be spoilers. If you've not seen Suicide Squad yet, and you would like to, without us ruining everything, that, or at least most things that happen in it for you, press pause now and go see it. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome back. How was it? Did you like it? Oh, that's nice. That's a cool opinion. <laughs> yeah. It's wrong, but that's fine. You, know, you can't Let's, tell them that you they're know wrong. The opinions oh, are I know wrong. they're wrong. But, no, you're wrong. That's a problem. Listen, I'm never wrong. Everyone else is. We'll see. All right, go. I seem to have the highest um, opinion of this movie. Um, Straight out of the gate, I fell in love with Harley Quinn. 
again. I loved Harley Quinn when I was younger. I've always loved Harley Quinn. I'm going to say it. She's awesome. But as soon as you see Margot Robbie hanging from the ceiling with, like, that silk mm-hmm. gymnast thing. Her hammock? Yeah, her, like, makeshift well, hammock. But, I mean, it looked yeah. like that, gy- like, well, those, yeah, those was... like, dance gymnast things. Cirque mm-hmm. so, Soleil, correct? Yeah. yeah. That's what um, it was. As soon as that, I saw her doing that and kind of doing that weird chuckle, I mean, I fell right back in love with her. I thought Margot Robbie did a great job as Harley Quinn. I agree. And I mean, even yeah. if even if that's the highest point for the table, I think that that should be something that's universal around this table. Did anybody not like Harley Quinn in this? <clears throat> now, my question is, did you not like Harley Quinn because she dropped in and out of the accent? Frank raised his hand. I hate that fucking accent. It's so dumb. But that is the... That that is I don't want to hear the... Bo- yeah, I know. I don't want to hear the Boston Desperate Housewives type of accent. I just didn't think Boston. it worked. It was like... It didn't know what it wanted to be, and every time she spoke, it made me want to open up a vein. (laughs) But again, that accent's spot on. I like Harley Quinn to begin with. Hundred percent. There's that. But when? But my problem is, is she only did it at certain moments. She kind of dropped in and out of it. Like she really turned it on a couple times. So she did a Holly Berry and X Men. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean. But beyond that, she was great. It's no. a thing. She's, she looks good. She's mentally she good. unstable. For you to say, like, oh, she has to do the same accent 100% of the time, she has dissociative personality disorder. She can speak <laughs> however she wants, whenever she wants. You know what I'm saying? All okay. her personalities have different accents. Right, exactly. But, my, so, but see, again, I guess I'm coming from, you know, nostalgia. Right. When in the comic books, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the comic book shows, or the comic mm-hmm. series, she always had the same voice. Mm-hmm. That was just Harley Quinn's voice. Mm-hmm. And yeah... When you bring up the fact that she's like 12 people in her head and 10 of them like the Joker, then sure. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. That's fine. So, I mean, I think that if if nothing else, that's probably the highest highlight of this movie was Harley Quinn. The only thing I have that I didn't like about Harley Quinn is the fact that they really forced her saying pudding so many freaking times rapid fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was too much pudding. I was like, just just space these out. <laughs> but that's We have time. We have two yeah. hours. Click that semi auto switch, right. please. There's no such thing. I mean they did pudding. they did the same thing in uh they did the same thing at the beginning of the movie with Superman. They said Superman guaranteed 60 times before the end of the first minute of the movie just to make sure everyone knew what fucking universe we were talking about. Superman, 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 Superman. You sound like a sim. We remember Superman. Right, right. We remember Superman. Oh, and then let's show a scene from that movie just in case you fucking forgot. So a lot less annoying to hear the word Superman than it is pudding. Right, no, I get it. I understand exactly what you're saying, but they also did it in that movie we were just talking about with the word Martha. When Lex Martha, and everyone Martha, else Martha. said Martha, every other word for a good 15 minutes. Just so when that one time it happened, everyone went, oh, That's they Martha. keep saying that word. I don't think it means what they think it means. Okay, <laughs> okay Princess Bride. <laughs> I feel like from now on I should slap an embargo down and we should just not talk about BVS. <laughs> if at all possible. I mean, this is... <laughs> But I didn't this episode it. is going to be impossible. But going forward, probably. Yeah. The only thing I really didn't like about Harley Quinn, bringing it back, is that swan dive into the... Paint? 
whatever it was. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be acid, but yeah. looked like milk. That only no, melts clothes? It, no, it's supposed to be... No, it doesn't melt clothes. It's supposed it melted to be stuff, her clothes. It didn't melt their clothes. I thought they were just wet with that nasty... No, that's no. why they... No, it was like boiling, dude. Yeah. I did not take that as melted. The depth was a problem, because Jared Leto just was kind of standing there with her after the fact, and I'm like, if it was that shell, they both would have been dead. Again, suspend disbelief, it's the Joker and Harley right. Quinn, they're crazy, they're out of nowhere. I just didn't know right where they were going with it, where it was coming from. It's all it's madness. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's them. I took that as the crazy chemical. Hmm. That's what I thought it was, and I didn't think their clothes melted, I just thought they were wet, and the crazy chemicals had a color... So their clothes took on that color, so they looked weird. And yes, I know the colors were there, but he has makeup on, and so did she. And they just did it because those are her two primary colors. The clothes definitely not. Because suspension of disbelief, comic books, yada yada, go Corey. Um, I completely agree with you. I think it. I, I absolutely believe that it was the crazy comic. I think that the, that the Joker seduced her. They kind of got this thing together, mm-hmm. and then he was like. Oh, if you really love me, you would jump into the crazy chemical and be as crazy as I am. And kind of taking that one step further, one of the thi- one of the secondary things I really enjoyed about this movie was the fact that they didn't follow the normal traditional trope of the Joker just being an abusive boyfriend, a sociopath that doesn't give two fucks about Harley Quinn until he needs Harley Quinn to do something. Mm-hmm. I felt throughout this movie that the Joker actually gave a shit about Harley. And I think that that's a, you know, in in this movie, that's completely crazy. From start to finish, it's insanity. And there is this weird, albeit insane, strong love connection between two characters that never actually had that connection. It's a cool way to move the universe in a slightly different direction. And if, if nothing else, then that's what this movie is for. It's to move the universe in a different direction. Right? Yeah. Like, that was his whole point of being there. Was it, In the his, movie, was to get Harley Quinn back. Like, that's his point. sole motivation. He's yeah. fixated on that. It is. It is his only motivation. But is that a love motivation, or they took something away from me, and now I want it back? Little column A, little column I, I B. I think it's a little column A, little column B. And we, we'll, we won't ever know because it's the Joker and we never actually know what the motivation is. Right, but based on the history of the Joker, I think it's more of column B than column A. Because there was a lot of times really? when I thought he left her, and there's a lot of times when he went to war with himself, like when she when she dove off, he walked away like, wow, crazy yeah. bitch, am I right? And then he turned and he was like, damn, that mouth though. And then he dove in after her. My assumption... See, see, at that point, I was like, oh, he's going to leave laughing hysterically, and then five days later, he's going to be hanging out at the club, and she's going to come in dripping and, like, three-quarters naked because the acid melted her clothes off, and be like, what'd you leave me for? And then the joke's going to be like... Yeah. And then the joke's going to be like, oh, I was just, I was just checking to make sure that you were, you were real. But instead, he has this internal battle, making him human, which is, again, completely out of the realm of any Joker we've ever seen, and he dives in after her. Totally different Tilt direction. jacket, though. That jacket. <laughs> that was, shit was Prada. That was a nice jacket. It was. Let's call it what it is. It was a nice jacket. That shit was Prada. So, I don't know. I, I just, that, that dynamic was, was, yeah, it was. super it was, interesting it was and interesting. cool. 
since we're talking about the dynamic, we just we're gonna be here for a while. Sorry. Um, <laughs> grab a Snickers. In the yeah, grab a Snickers. You're not yourself when you're hungry. Uh, this episode sponsored by Snickers. Um, there we go. In the club, when she comes off stage and she gets onto Common's lap. Common. Oh my God. Um, his his movie career is killing it. Can we all agree with that? He plays the same fucking character. He plays Common. He plays Common. Um, Varying levels of tattoos. He said no to Harley Quinn. Did he get killed because he said no? I think or was he, he going to yes get killed? Initially. Anyway. No, he was going to get killed. What's everyone's anyways. opinion? He's going to die, bro. No Kill matter what he said. Because I don't know who he was supposed to be besides Common. His name is Monster T. In the, in the oh, credits. is that what they called? Yeah. That's what they call Monster T? I have no idea who that is. Batman fans, get at us. Who's Monster T? Um, Why would they get at us? Jimmy oh, they could get at us on Twitter, at ZTH Podcast. That would be a quick way to do it. Yeah, I just didn't know if it was just... Hey, I'm into this. Oh, wait, you're not into this? Screw you, bro. Or if it was a test, I'm going to shoot you anyway. Or if it's, hey, if you say yes to this, she's just going to kill you in the other room. And if you say no, I'm going to kill you here. The test was don't compliment Joker's girl ever. Don't even acknowledge her. Yeah. It's the Joker's girl. Once he did that, he was... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Was that why he got killed? Or did he get killed for some other reason? Yes, Corey. I, I was firmly convinced watching that scene that that Common was dead the second he sat down in that chair. Okay, that's. I, I mean, See, I, I don't just, know how to f- um, sequel this. Yeah. Okay, I just thought. I mean, whenever some low to mid level mobster has a meeting with the Joker, True. he's he's dead. The Joker's just going to put him in a situation where he has to make an impossible choice, and if he chooses A. He dies. If he chooses B... Someone else dies, and then he dies. And then he dies. And if he chooses C, his mother and children die, and then he dies. Like, there's no way out of it. You think you make the right decision, and you don't, because it's the Joker, and he's got a way to twist it around on you. There is no right decision. No, not at all. The only right decision is never, ever, ever deal with the Joker. Unless you're Batman. Mm -hmm. Even then, I think he should deal with the Joker. (laughs) No. Um... I feel like they gave her the um, the Cirque du Soleil thing so they could have that payoff at the end with the helicopter. Does anyone else feel that way, or is that just a, a happy circumstance? I didn't think of it till now, so I'm going to go happy circumstance. Yeah, I just yeah. thought it looked cool. That's yeah. why they put it I in there. I feel like it's a payoff. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's, it's again, little little combi, combi, little combi. combi. And the reason is because when I... So, I'm a huge fan of the Chive, right? Mm-hmm. And right before Suicide Squad came out, they had a Meet the Suicide Squad, and they had, like, a gallery where they had a picture of each actor in costume, and then, like, a little bit of backstory for, you know, the non-comic book fans that are going to see the movie because it's a big hit movie. One of the things was, what is their special power? Mm-hmm. What, is, what is it that makes them a supervillain? Right. You know, dead shots, incredible accuracy, um... The Joker, batshit crazy. Um, Slipknot can tie all these knots and climb whatever the fuck Can't wait for Slipknot's been off. Not amazing. It's going to be awesome. Um, <laughs> Harley, Quinn, Harley Quinn's was actually like a gymnastics background. Oh, okay. So like that was always, like that's what they, they were pushing was like. So she's a 
doctor and a gymnast. Yeah, that is a double threat. I mean, I don't see triple threat. It's when not, I think about it. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. How many people are great at sports? I'm, go to college. I'm not do something implying else. at all. It's it's out of the realm of possibilities. I'm, I just think it's. I'm implying cool. plenty of things. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's the thing. Like that's her cornerstone. Is she carries around a big mallet and or bat, and she's good at gymnastics. So, like, her doing the silk thing in the in the jail cage, and then her doing the cool rope thing on the helicopter. Makes I, sense. Just made sense to yeah, me. It falls in line. Alright, so, uh, do we want to go on, on the Joker and Harley Quinn, or do we want to talk about the only other character that matters in this movie? Slipknot. Oh, uh, no <laughs> Slipknot. Sarah Metalband. <laughs> right, right, that's right. The lead singer also is in, um, Stone Sour. It's important to know. I thought you were going to say in this movie, I was like, where was Corey Taylor? <laughs> No, I'm just gonna jump for else. Uh, I I think we should we should talk about Batman. I think. <laughs> so no, let's do the only other character that matters, and then get into everything else. All right, so, Deadshot. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, Go, you were talking. You were so yeah. <laughs> you were so ready. I, I I mentioned it to a bunch of you guys off air. Um, prior to doing this, the Deadshot eyeball switch in. Infuriated me. It bothered me so much. It's such a dumb thing to change. The, they, they did that cool thing where, like, the eye wrapped around and became, like, the Bluetooth headset that he talked to people with. That was fine. Why didn't he do it the other way? Like, I... The whole point of that little red eye was to increase his accuracy, and they didn't even make him change the side in which he shoots the gun. Like, if they were to move it from the... It's normally on the right eye? It's it, Whatever eye it's normally on, it was on the opposite side. It was and, on the left eye in the movie. So it's usually on the right eye. But he was still shooting righty? He was shooting righty the whole goddamn time. Okay, and then I don't know why... Because all the thing does is analyze... It's it's the scouter from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Over so, like, if, if, if they yes. wanted to switch eyes because he's natu- Like, Will Smith is naturally a lefty... And it would, like, he would, like, sh- like aim down the gun right. lefty more naturally. Then I would have been fine with it. I would have let it go. But no. They put it on the wrong eye, and then he aims down the fucking barrel of the gun with his right eye. I was like, what the fuck is the point of it then? What the fuck is the point of it then? Anybody got anything? No. For that, no. That didn't no, bother I, see, me at all. See, <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying, because mm-hmm. I get it, but I didn't realize... I didn't put two and two together with the switching and then that he was shooting on the opposite side. If he had been, oh, I'm left-handed, so then this dead shot's going to be all left-handed, then fine, I get it. It's kind of like when they flipped, um, what's that movie, what's that game you like with the, with Zelda and the, it came out GameCube and Wii and they flipped it on one and they yeah, didn't flip it on the, no. Grand time? No. Wind Waker. They did that for... God damn it, it's one of the Twilight wolves. Princess? Twilight Princess. And they where in one, he's on right-handed game. because... And it was on GameCube. Most people are right-handed, so for the Wii, Link was right-handed. But Link has always been left-handed. Yeah. So that bothered the shit out of me and a lot of people because it's like, why did you change it? Because people are swinging their arm with the right hand? It doesn't make any sense. He's right-handed in Breath of the Wild. Just saying. It's stupid. Go ahead. God damn them for changing it. I love that Link was always left-handed. But... My 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 reason in bringing <laughs> my reason in bringing up Eagle doesn't care. Yes, Eagle gives no fucks about that. <laughs> the reason I bring up the the eye switch thing as being a major problem for me, um, when Ink Master did comic book movie people, 
They did comic book characters, and all the people had to tattoo comic book characters. You know why the person that went home went home that day? Because they flipped the the picture, and Two Face was burnt on the wrong side. It changes the character. It changes who the person is. I understand. I totally understand. I'm going to disagree with that just because they were doing images strictly from the comics. Sure. This is a different rendition. They can do whatever they want. But what's the point of the eye, then? I see where you're coming from. Just, just it just doesn't it. bother him. It's just, yeah. no. Like, right. But for Ink Master, they were taking like directly from the comics, right? Sure. Because like, the one guy did Poison Ivy New School and he wasn't supposed yeah. to. And, yeah. You finish your thought. I was going to say, there's actually a few panels of Hellboy where Mignola actually drew Hellboy's hand on the wrong arm. So he has a left hand of doom in like three panels throughout his whole history. And it was just a, oops! He was looking in a mirror. And it was printed, <laughs> and it exists. Mm. So, it should happen. I don't know. That, that's just a silly thing. Frank, go. Um, I thought I was going to hate Will Smith in this movie. Um, I was actually quite surprised by his performance. I thought mm-hmm. that he gave it a good um He was really good in this movie. And um, he was probably one of my favorite characters in the whole movie. Because um, he hated Harley Quinn. And I want to see his own movie. Really? I would see a Deadshot movie. I wanted to see it before this, but we'll get to that. Uh, I I agree. I know that my rant just made me sound like I hated <laughs> Will Smith for a bit there. It wasn't Will Smith that was the problem. It was, it was the, the costume designer. It was the costume designer. But no, Will Smith did do an, an awesome job in yeah. this. Better than I expected. I yes, like, welcome to Earth. I thought he was. I thought he was going to do all of the stupid quid lines, and right. he didn't, which was great. Funniest guy in the movie, hands down. Hmm. All those one-liners, sports fans, Phil Jackson, (laughs) Triangle Bitch, I loved it. So good. Triangle Bitch. And then when Amanda Waller shoots that guy, and he's like, that's gangster, what's up? (laughs) I lost my shit, that was so cool. Uh, Yeah, but those lines sequel... We'll get to that. Over your head? Right over my head, I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Watch a basketball game for once in your life. No, not not even close. Joe... Will Smith is always awesome, guys. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I expected Will Smith to be awesome in this movie, and he was. That was the best Hancock. example. Hancock's of, a great movie. After Earth. <laughs> Will Smith is still awesome in bad movies. Yeah. Will Smith is always awesome. He's so That's Will Smith, point. though. Exactly. When he Will didn't Smith Will is Smith awesome. this role, though, which is what I'm getting at. He kind of did, and but in the best he possible way. Kind of? Yeah. But it was still Deadshot. Except for the mask. This is a debate for another time. I would go with that too. That's, that's fair. <laughs> the the biggest the biggest um, problem with him being dead shot was that he only wore the mask for like a grand yeah. total of like forty five seconds. But at least they showed the mask. At least he had it on at one point. I was like, all right, cool, we're good here. I see you. Because every time he puts it on, somebody dies. And everybody died. Yeah, everybody died all the time. People <laughs> <laughs> were dying all over the place. So why you didn't have it on the entire time? Whatever. Wrong. People's a really strong word. They were they were, bubbly, really, they were bubbly, gross, horrible things that really shouldn't have been in a movie. They used to be people. They were, they were people. There's something straight out of wrought iron, but that's a whole nother. I did it. I said it. That's what I picture all of. They were bubble tea face. Like. Caleb, get back to us and let us know if that's what you picture. It's just what I picture. When you compare, because you're, I think, the only person at the table that's seen it. Arrow. Arrow, Arrow Frank Long, and this Deadshot. Oh, have you seen yeah. it? When I picture the two of them, despite me liking Will Smith's portrayal better, I assume he was definitely more Deadshot was more Deadshot and Arrow. Yeah, he was definitely more um, 
Deadshotty? He, he was, yeah, he was more the character. I thought he was the better rendition. Like, he was more true to character. You're talking about Arrows? Yeah. yeah. That, that's not to take anything away from Will Smith. No, no, no. Right. He was great in this. Who was bad in it? Can we go there? Do, do Does anybody have uh, anybody that they disliked in it? Captain Boomerang. Oh. People say he What do you even show? do? What? There's people who are honestly the say he's from still... Deadpool. Okay, yeah, well, that unicorn thing? You want to talk about stealing shit? <laughs> felt like it was more shoehorned than Katana. <laughs> Which, yeah. can we just talk about how yeah. she fucking walked on the plane? She's like, I'm here, bitches. <laughs> oh, hey, sorry. Um, no, no, bullshit. She doesn't work, she's not a Suicide Squad member. She works for Flag. She is pointless. She doesn't work for Flag. She's, she's Flag's sure, friend. Absolutely, why not? Totally pointless. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Doesn't right. mean that, like, it, it made perfect sense. If she was some hired gun to try to keep other metahumans in place, which is what she was, right. but then my, walking on the plane is fine. My bigger problem with her is when everybody else went into the bar to have a drink, she followed them like she was their friend the whole time. I'm like, I'm you tried thinking. to kill Boomerang What's two minutes ago. What's she in that scene after she, like, she nope. walks into the bar? She wasn't in the bar. No, I didn't see her. I'm not a she thief. Was. She was, uh... Maybe I didn't quietly. see her. Yeah, she was yeah. She was in the background. Yeah, so it was Killer Krog. That doesn't mean we didn't yeah. see him. He was, in the, he was in the bar and we saw him. Yeah, I didn't see right. Katana at all after yeah. she walked in. Captain Boomerang is 100% pointless in this movie. Who? Cap- like, exactly. It's like, I can't. I don't know if this is true or not. It's probably not true. But I feel like the movie was reshot and they threw him in there. Yeah. Like he was totally not in it at the like from the start. And they're like, oh, we need a little more joke. So we'll, we'll, we'll throw this guy in there. We need to pair someone with Slipknot. Jai- I was about to say, well, that's definitely not true. But I know. It's definitely not true. But J- Jai Courtney's a terrible actor. He's forced. Yeah. It's the, oh. A point in my notes was Captain Boomerang. What do you even do? He throws boomerangs. Throws no, boomerangs. he didn't. Like, he threw a couple, but, like, it wasn't even like he had that big He was role. mostly a, a coward, Captain, and he drank a lot of beers. nothing. Yeah. Well. You're not wrong, per se. I can't, I can't argue with any of your points now that I'm listening to them. Yeah, probably. I like that Captain Boomerang was there. It, it just adds... It's just another character. And, without him, you really wouldn't have needed Slipknot to run away and... Blow up his head. Yeah. Yes. Well, he needed someone to die. Right. As but soon that's as he came point. on without like a, you know, a story, a backstory, oh, we knew that he was without dead. being in any of the trailers. I was yeah. like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> he's a red shirt. That same gallery. Yeah, basically. That same. That same John gallery put Slipknot on there, and I was like, when the hell did Slipknot get added to this movie? And then he shows up. I'm like, okay, all right. Climbs one building, and his head explodes, and we're done. I all wish right. we saw it blow off. <laughs> That's the biggest. That's the biggest drawback of this movie is that they made it PG thirteen. Oh well, let me tell you, go all the way with it. (laughs) Also, with Captain Boomerang, we talked about the listing, how it was cool in the beginning with everyone's backstory. They did that really fast for Captain Boomerang. I couldn't read anybody. So if you miss, if you miss Pink Unicorn, you had no idea what the hell was going on. I did. I did. Can you tell me what it was? Because I missed it. It said likes Pink Unicorns on the bottom of his list, and that's why when like he picked it up. Yeah, like an infatuation with it. That's Dead, it. Deadpool was in the theater going. <laughs> I honestly, yeah, I swear to so God, I thought that was just some I couldn't do it. weird backstory thing that, like, if you did, were like a deep into DC, you would know. No, it's just way it's the too source fast. of his power is the pinky. No, it's yeah, nothing. it's no. just some weird thing that he likes. Yeah. Good, good talk. Yeah. It's a kink. It's yeah, a Captain Boomerang kink. It was them trying to be funny. And pretty much, <laughs> and touch the millennials. Yeah, but here's the other problem with it. They they make all of this point throughout the movie to be like, 
<laughs> it's funny, he likes a weird pink little unicorn. And then when he finally gets hurt in the chest, in the pocket where the pink unicorn is, instead of pulling the pink unicorn out and like, oh, I knew I liked these for a reason, that's what saved my life. You saved me again, Pinky. <laughs> yeah, if that had been the way they'd done it, it would have been a great payoff, would have been perfect. Instead, it's like some like weird large amount of dollar bills that he got from some undisclosed location between when he got cut out of the bag. Everyone has a bullet hole, you see him go to the bag. I'll yeah. be right back with this. <laughs> also, oh God. also, can weird little thing I noticed, I don't know if anybody else did, but when they dropped Boomerang in um, the yard where like they were letting everybody get like suited up, they cut the bag open right next to the fucking zipper. Yeah. Yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> My wife looked over at me, she's like, there's a zipper there. Why didn't you use it? I think they were doing uh, that on purpose. Like, so fuck dumb. you. Yeah. So dumb. It was the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> it was my only... in the Like, physically in the theater, it was the only thing I noticed that I was like... I was still, fucking dumb. Are we still talking about things that we don't like? Like, people we don't like in the movie? I mean, we're running out of them, but sure. Um, I actually put the Enchantress. I thought that she was a weak villain, and I wasn't sold on her. And I honestly still Barely don't even know what she does. Yeah, I, I was a little. Upset what is she even she about? Bad guy too. We don't know. She is one hundred percent a MacGuffin. She's only there to advance the plot. They have to fight someone. The villain's not important in this movie because it's not going to be the Joker. Exactly. Suicide Squad versus Amanda Waller would have been so much better. I hated Amanda Waller so much. Oh. Which is the point, isn't it, though? I, or wrote, did you, that, did you, I wrote that in my notes. She is did you such hate a snake, but she plays it well. She's, She's better than the than the Arrow Amanda Waller. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Like a lot You're supposed there. to hate Amanda yeah, Waller. I liken to. her to, for your Harry Potter fans, Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That works. I hate it when she's on screen. I uh, couldn't stand her. But that feeling, that deep-seated feeling of hatred that you had towards Amanda Waller, mm-hmm. that's good. Right. You're no. supposed to hate her it's because that hate, it's out of that hate that you're a, that you're able to open your eyes to the bad guys being the people that you root for. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Without Amanda Waller, if it's just some if it's just the president that's like, "Get all the meta humans together." Then, you know, you don't, you're just like, these are still bad guys. Who gives a shit if they die? Amanda Waller makes you despise the government, which means that you are allowed to now like the bad guys. Under no other circumstances, in no books, in no nothing, does Harley Quinn or Deadshot, because really, outside of those two, who the fuck cares? At no other point do you like those people except for the fact that you can't stand what Amanda Waller is making them do. How does she survive? That was, again... She has a hole in her head, doesn't she? To advance more movies. Right. I know why she survived. But, like, how? Because you see her... The encounter's doing something to her. Then they cut away. I'm like, oh, she's dead, right? And then you come back to her at one point and she's, like, dangling upside down and she's got, like, things, like, feeding into her. I'm like, well... Clearly she's dead now. So, so then she watched the climax and just came out from behind a pillar and was like, "Hey guys, so good." <laughs> that was up, bitches. That was a that was that was a problem that like everybody's all like, "Whew, we stopped the world from ending." I'm gonna go find a sewer now. And Amanda like comes out with her phone still intact somehow. Like I'm gonna blow all your heads up. By the way, you get you get ten years off your sentences. Yeah, three life sentences, and that again, and that's why. And you know what? If no other reason, that's why Boomerang's there. I was gonna say, can I ask how in the world Captain Boomerang has a triple life sentence? Because he's just a thief, from what we see. He, no, he kills all of his partners. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
and he robbed every bank in Australia twice and made it to Central City to start robbing in the United States. Gotcha. Which is where he saw your boy, Flash McGillicuddy. That is okay. totally his name from now on. Did they say it? Yes. Okay. Those, those were almost. That's almost verbatim what the, what Amanda Waller says. I don't remember that part. What's up? I wish that he used boomerangs that didn't have to come back, but I understand that most people don't understand that How not all boomer- not all boomerangs come back. So another okay. Go ahead. Boomerangs weaken the arrow though too. Yeah, he was. So. That's it. That's all I have to say. That's just a small gripe about a character, not necessarily okay. the so character. Not should have more showtime. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> um, Killer Croc looks like a scaly version oh of Electro my God. from Killer Amazing Two. Killer Croc, <laughs> his head was the same size of his body. If they had gotten a real live crocodile, big person to play it, it might have been a better character. But he was this no, tiny was person. Writing. It was the writing. They had a with a huge head. They could have just put it like crocodile with legs. Yeah, and like, I would have liked that better. Because they did that in fucking Flash. They did it with a shark. Yeah, I'm and not it, there yet, but I see, you know what? The it doesn't before. look great, but like it's a movie budget, not a TV show budget. You could have done something right. instead of making him look like, like I said, Scaly Electro from Amazing Spider-Man Two. It just wasn't a fan of it. Since we're here. Um, I'm actually going to jump to one of the questions we got on Twitter today. That's fair. Um, and then the question was, why do we, f- why do people feel like these movies have to be realistic? Is is that what the downfall of Killer Croc is? Like they need, like we needed to bridge that gap between what's real and ridiculous. So we made this Killer Croc that's really just a big black man with scales on it. Is that what we did? And does that now become a fault? Who asked that? Uh, Caleb. Shout out to Caleb. Good question. Just want to make sure that we shout out. I'm not saying I needed a freaking crocodile or a killer croc to look like a crocodile, because this be a little bit more true to the source material. He doesn't look like that, he doesn't sound like that. Right? Am I wrong? Like, in the Arkham games, does he sound like that? In the animated series? Does no, he sound but like in the that? Arkham games, he's like 12 feet tall by like 13 feet wide. He's a monster. Right. Awesome. It was the, that was one of the best boss fights of the whole series, is the Batman vs. Killer Croc fight. Having to do the weird jump things down. Yeah, yeah, those movies. But, like, just stay a little bit true to the source material. I don't understand the direction they went in. But was it to be, was it to ground it? Was it to ground it in reality? How does that ground it in reality? That's, he looked like nothing I've ever seen before. It's, it's that middle, it's that middle ground that they struck. I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm just simply saying, is that where, is that where, where, the fault happens where if they had just gone with the source material, gone with the far out, we wouldn't have nearly as many problems as we do with it. But because they tried to ground it in reality, now we have a problem. Uh, <laughs> since we're talking about source material, uh, Killer Croc is actually don't quote me on this because it's from a universe that I care nothing for. But Killer Croc has actually had one of the most uh, vast metamorphosis in terms of what he's looked like. He originally was a mobster that just happened to do a lot of his business in the sewer. So he got the nickname Killer Croc. Had nothing to do with anything else. And he slowly became this monster that you fight in Arkham Asylum. The fact that they didn't go that hard because they wanted to save on budget because they needed it for Diablo. (laughs) I understand, but to me, I like Killer Croc to be more Croc 
and less man, personally, because I like the idea of him being an almost anthropomorphic crocodile, because I think that's cool. You know, sewers in the city of New York City, sewers in, you know, Go- you know sewers in the city of Gotham, sewers in the city of New York City, alligators, they become people, whatever, I don't care. That's what I like. But I would have preferred if uh, the mountain from Game of Thrones had been Killer Croc. Yo, that would have been, been awesome. Mm. Because he's huge. He's right. like a crocodile and they put, some, <laughs> they put some scales on him. He would have looked awesome. <laughs> but that, that was just me. Although he swam very well. Yeah, he did. His swim right. was very, very crocodile-like. And I was like, okay, all right. But still, your head is huge. I was fine with Killer Croc. Like, I, not yeah, his usage, but his appearance... He's fine. Like, I don't have a problem with it. I, th- I, I like that he was proportionate. It was like a human that was born with the genetic right, thing right, that yeah, makes yeah. him no, they, the killer croc. Mm-hmm. They rationalized it fine. Yeah. But to me, I prefer the Lego that I have in my hands, which I posted on Instagram, than to what <laughs> they made. And thanks to Dave, to my knowledge of killer croc. The biggest, the biggest issue as far as usage of any one particular character outside, outside of... Deadshot and Harley Quinn is that they're not used. Uh-huh. It's really just Deadshot, Harley Quinn, and then a little bit of Rick Flag, and let me, let me, let me, let me do a, give a pinch of Killer Croc, and a tiny bit pinch of Diablo. Of Joker. Link, yep, Link Link pinch of Diablo. Yeah, when convenient, let's throw Diablo in there. Hmm. Anybody else? Anybody Joker. Else? A little Who? bit of Joker. Ooh, the 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 Joker's actually in this movie. Outside of the love story, I thought the guy didn't exist. Yeah, it is the most disappointing part of this movie. I know. And I was looking forward to it because I want to give Jared Leto a chance. But I mean, he's not a main character, and I'm fine with it. I'm fine with what. Just funny because he's billed third in the movie. Yeah, and that's my point. Like they, they, and it's you know what the deception's fine. Whatever they wanted to deceive us, they wanted us to think that Jared Leto was going to be a bigger driving force in this movie, and they didn't do it, which was fine. It's fine, but I can't. I can't judge him. I can't say that he's a better Joker than Heath Ledger based Definitely off of not. this. But based off this, we don't know. Who knows when when the next Ben Affleck Batman movie comes out and he's the Joker? Maybe, but we won't know until then, will we? True, right? Um, this one's. I mean, to explain a little bit, it's kind of a gripe for me too. Um, I just felt like this movie was incomplete, and I feel like we lost a lot of Joker stuff, and I feel like that we would probably get a rated R ultimate version if they put all that back. I feel like there's shit missing, and yeah, it's unfair. You said it like uh, in BVS, it's unfair that they do that, but this movie is definitely incomplete. Definitely. There's something missing here, and I just, I, fig- I figured it's the Joker. It is more Joker. It's definitely missing that. I feel like I have more things to say now. Um, a, I think DC is going to do this ultimate thing now that you made me aware of it. And I think they're going to do it with every single fucking movie they do. I really hope not. And it is bullshit, and I hate it, but I do think they're going to do it. I don't think people will stand for that if it's every movie. Like, maybe I the one they'll get away with, but I feel like... Okay, well, well, then this movie will show. Because this will be the deciding factor. I'm glad that two things happened. A, Joker wasn't in the Suicide Squad. Because that would have been stupid. B, Joker was the enemy of the Suicide Squad. Because that would have been stupid-er. Yes. I would have hated more if Joker was the BBEG for the Suicide Squad than I would have if they oh, somehow shoehorned him, big bad evil guy. Okay. <laughs> or if they somehow shoehorned him into the squad. Love it. Go, Corey. BBEG, you definitely have to talk about that because that's the wrong type of podcast. Right. I know what you meant, but. Um, 
that actually brings up one of the points of, of the things that actually kicked this movie past the, oh, it's okay, into the I like it category. Because I expected them to go with the very classic Suicide Squad trope, which is, or at least the Harley Quinn Suicide Squad trope, which is, they're together. Harley Quinn's like, oh no, me and me and my pudding aren't together no more. And then Joker shows up, like, they have, like, an objective to get to. And on the way to that objective, Joker comes in and is like, hey Harley, why don't we... Why don't we just screw everything up because anarchy? And then she goes and does that. And then they somehow manage to, like, Deadshot and the other guys somehow manage to get everything done. That trope I would have been... Okay with. No, I would have been much more upset with. Uh Because that's what... That's that's the the classic, that's the traditional, that's what we've already seen from DC. Again, just like their love, like, their, their love relationship, it's going in a different direction. So not using that trope was great. The only reason he goes and fucks with the Suicide Squad at all is, again, to get Harley Quinn back. You don't care if he kills Amanda Waller or Deadshot. He doesn't care. Just Which made the backstory thing, like that, that clip of the backstory, where um, or really it's a clip from when they were showing it, like all the previews, and you see Batman on the roof of the Lamborghini. I was so worried that that was what that was going to be. And then it turned out just to be backstory, and I was like... We're good. That car is actually an Infinity G35. Just so you know. Frank with what? The car in it. But it is a Lambo, is it not? They took the body and the engine. Of a Lambo? No, yeah, they no, they took the body of something and put it over the chassis engine and drivetrain of the Infinity G35. Get the fuck out of I here. I swear, I watched the video of how they made it. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? I honestly got I, I thought like it was that. a purple Lambo. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> good night, everyone. <laughs> um, I might be in the minority here, but I don't like the Joker at all in this movie. You said you don't? Don't. I d- it's... Stone him. We don't... <laughs> we don't get a lot of them. <laughs> Maybe if we got more, if we got another movie, my opinion can change. But from what we did get, I just didn't care for him. I feel like Jared Leto felt like he had to be extremely over the top to be different from Heath Ledger in this. Yeah. And, like, even his crew, like the panda guy, did that catch anyone else off guard? Like, you loved it? Loved it. Yeah, I thought it was so cool. And the guy it. dressed up as Batman. Did you ever yeah. play that game for the Xbox? It was like, it was the 360 game where you dress up as, like, the Jokers or the Bats. Yeah. I yes. forget the name of that I game. I can't remember it either, but yeah, I played that game. But that's what that reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Like, all those weird costumes, like, fighting each other, which I enjoyed. And I hated his laugh. He's got a pretty iconic laugh. Like, it's high-pitched and stuff. He sounded like a 20s gangster during Prohibition during this movie. I mean, before you can say that... Like, before you can start comparing him, Heath Ledger was a main character. Joker was not a main... Like, Jared Leto was not a main character in this. So, I I mean, for me anyway, I'm going to give him the second chance. I mean, I liked him in this, so... I mean, that's where we differ. But... I have to give him that second chance for that main character role that Heath Ledger had because Heath Ledger had a whole movie whereas, you know, Jared Leto had maybe like 15 minutes tops? Maybe a little if more? That. Yeah. Jared Leto is definitely the, um... Oh, what is it called? Help us help you. <laughs> I can't remember. It's like the red something or another. Red herring? Red herring. He's the red herring of 
all of the previews. You'd think that he's going to play a bigger role than he is, oh, and then he doesn't. I um, well, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's, but no, it's, it's that type of deception that Matt loves in previews. Which they did. Which they did really well. Like, they're in the building, and you hear Jared Leto's laugh, so you think he's going to play a bigger role, and then that never happens. So whatever. Jared Leto's laugh happens a couple times where I was like, ooh, that's a cool laugh, and then a couple other times that I'm like, did did they just take a bad take of it? Like, And they just said that that was the best one? So, like, there were moments, just like Harley Quinn, where, like, Harley Quinn drops in and out. Jared Leto's laugh drops in and out. But when he's there, I kind of like, I liked it. It's a different laugh. The The thing is, it's not it's not the, the Heath Ledger, I'm going to work for the mob, but manipulate the mob. Jared Leto's is, I'm the, I am the mob. So he has to play it differently. He has to have the crocodile skin jacket and make the cop kiss his ring because he's the mob boss. It's just a different Joker, and I'm okay with it. This is also a later Joker. Batman is older. He's already been tangling with the Joker before. So he probably used to not be the mob, and then he just grew through power because he's the Joker, and he kills everyone and crushes all their hopes and dreams and makes them insane. I actually like Jared Leto. I, I, he was a good Joker. I like the laugh. He's, I like the laugh. He, Joker as a character is always going to be different based on who plays him, mm-hmm. and he's always going to be like a 12. <laughs> like, he has to. He's insane. He's the mo- He's the Joker is probably my favorite <laughs> villain in anything because he's just insane and he's just a villain for villain's sake. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you guys all know that, but just no motivation. I, yeah, I I like him in this role. I think he's. I would have loved to see more of him. Obviously, that's what this movie needed. But he, I think he's in a three way tie with me for um, Mark Hamill, Heath Ledger, and him. Yeah, for best Joker. I, I totally agree. Except I just didn't like the the mouth tattoo on his hand. Yeah, that was um, weird. Yeah, I thought he drew it on in the common scene, and then I found out that he did it. It was permanent. I was like, ugh. That's a choice. Yeah. I thought that this Joker was the boom right in the middle of the other four. You have Nicholson and the original from the 60s show on the left, and then you have... Caesar Heath Romero. Ledger, yeah, yeah, Caesar yeah. Romero, and then you have Heath Ledger and uh, Mark Hamill on the right, and he's smack dab in the middle where he's Mother. got a focus, but he's also insane with the whole common thing. And I, so I really enjoyed this Joker, and I did in the trailers, and I did in the movie. So that's where I fall, and that's the way I understand him. This isn't actually about me liking or disliking Jared Leto. It's me um, noticing something that I want to see who else here noticed. Did anybody notice the uh, the interesting little thing they threw into that scene when the Joker is broken up and he's laying like amongst that bed of knives and mm-hmm. like butcher stuff? Did anybody else notice what was in that scene? I thought he was stoned out of his mind. He may have been, but what else was in when they when he lays down? And, and yeah, I didn't notice. There's baby onesies. There are baby onesies in that scene. He, there's like that, that. There's like this weird. It's knives, circle guns. of knives, guns, and three or four baby onesies, which is something that they've brought up in a bunch of other source material that people have kept bringing up. That might blossom into something, and it might and it might explain the motivation of why he's so desperate to get Harley Quinn back. Uh-huh. It would also explain right. her, her, her. It would explain her dreams too. 
But also, he's so insane, it could be absolute, mean absolutely nothing. Of course. Right. Of course. And that's the beauty of the Joker. You're never going to know. It's always misdirect. Choice. Always. It's always a misdirect. But, like, baby onesies of, like, all of the things that the Joker can have lying a, a, amongst a bed of knives and guns and ammunition for baby onesies seems seems interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I actually leaned in because I hadn't... I had seen... um. A comic book, or not a comic book, oh my god. One of the animated features for the Suicide Squad, and they had brought it up in that, in, like, a review I read for that. So, like, it it keeps popping up in the books and in the animated things that Batman or Suicide Squad does about baby onesies being all over the place. Hmm. And usually it's related to Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn has them, Harley Quinn's standing by them, essentially suggesting that Harley Quinn wants to have a baby with... The Joker in this, the ones he's being in that, suggests that the Joker reciprocates. Again, furthering that change of plot direction where Harley and Joker, the Joker actually might love each other. I have two more small gripes. We're going to jump mm-hmm. into it. Yeah, um, I felt like the humor was lost in the spectrum of if it's dark or if it's funny. It doesn't do what Deadpool manages to pull off. Right. Uh, for instance, the part, I mean, you guys liked it, but the part where Amanda Waller just, like, offs all the guys that are in that room, I was just like, no one's gonna call her out on this, and then they're gonna be like, and then they were like, oh, that's gangster. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's the professional hitman. He's gonna be... Yeah, he's gonna love that. Yeah. He's not necessarily gonna love it, but he's gonna make some comment about it. So it was a little small, and then the next one was, they spent a lot of time walking down the street. Oh my god, so oh, much time fucking walking down yeah. the street. It was like, what was it, like 15 minutes of them just walking down the street That's looking badass? I'm walking down the street. <sighs> I like that part. It's, broken up, it's broken up every like In the five minutes something. with something small, popping up. Small action. Some small small action. action. I think in the first trailer when they're walking down the street, they had like this music playing in the background. I thought it was pretty cool. It got me excited for the movie. Yeah. But you're right, there's a lot of that. Soundtrack was very good in this movie. That's yes, what I was just going to say. Soundtrack was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm not sure how I felt about the Eminem song, but everything else. I love that part. Yeah, I was good with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with still it. not sure. It changed shit up, I liked, but I like it. Yeah. Uh, the soundtrack was fantastic. You know what? Um, Definitely redeeming quality. I'll throw in another gripe here, um, and this is, again, another fairly minor one. Why does Deadshot dress like a pimp in this? Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't that. see... I, don't, I, just, I just don't see... A hitman... A hitman dressing up like dressing that. Dressing up to stand out. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Like, if he had... like, And you know what the weirdest part is? Is if that weird hat that he wore, that, like, pimp hat, had gotten taken off, and he was just walking down the street in, like, a red, like, turtleneck and, like, a brown leather jacket, I'd been like, yeah, yeah, that, that's how a hitman walks down the street. They put the hat on, they put, like, a, like a necklace around, I'm like... Mm, also, the I necklace bothered so. me, too. I, don't, I, just, yeah. I was like... Mm. I don't think so. <laughs> Even the writing around his neck. they On his yeah. costume, they had I am the light in the way. That's a, that's a yeah. clear Bible verse. Like, why is a hitman doing that? Like, it didn't make any sense. Because he doesn't see himself as bad. Yeah, every time I... He try- doesn't kill women, he doesn't kill children. That's his code. He's, he's yeah. still following his own code, and he's... he's I don't I'm like not shocked that he's religious. I don't like yeah. the hitman story. I like the... He's like an ex-Marine story better from Arrow. Yeah, but even then, he still becomes a right. hitman right. after the fact. Deadshot is always a hitman at some yeah. point. That's how he's Deadshot. I didn't think of that. The tiniest of gripes. Oh, here we go. The concealed yeah. cell phone that Harley Quinn's 
has. Where do you think I, that's, not con- that's not concealed at all. At one point, they're in the helicopter. She's, she's sitting across the flag, and she's like, "Oh yeah, she's wearing booty oh, shorts." Yeah. Where the fuck does she hold that? Oh, you it's know where she's the hiding. The fact it. that no one had a problem with her having it, or no one discovered it. Mm-hmm. It's... She put it in her bra, like all girls do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The slip, the, the slip is actually a bigger problem for me. A little bit more hidden. Yeah. When 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 that douchebag cop guy slips her the phone, mm-hmm. and she looks at him and is like. Oh, you're so dead now. You're so screwed. Yeah. Like there's like marines and shit like flanking them all over. I'm like, you did not slip that nearly subtly enough for that well, to work. The relationship they had, I don't, I didn't think that was a problem because the way he was flirting with her and, and talking about how he would take her oh, out yeah. and all sorts of crazy, and you took out five of my guys last time. We went in there and yada yada yada. I was like, no, he. The slip was fine for me. It was just very interesting the the relationship that that, that they had. The relationship's fine. I, I mean, f- liter- very literally, being surrounded by people that aren't in the prison and aren't blackmailed by the Joker mm-hmm. couldn't have possibly missed yeah. him taking a phone out of his pocket and be like, oh, "This is from this is from Mister J." I think. <laughs> He says the word, Mr. J. Excuse me, Harley, you you dropped this. (laughs) Yeah. As she's strapped, like, that part, I think, lived up to the um, preview expectations. Like, when they showed that scene, and they were like, what? I should kill everybody and escape? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. That's just what the voices said. No, I'm kidding. That's not what they said. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I thought that lived up to its billing. Yeah. Like, that scene was like, hmm. Frank, did you have another one? I felt a little forced. Um, I have positive. That's good. Ooh, good, good, because I didn't know when we were going to get out of this maelstrom. <laughs> um, when Deadshot is like trying to give Rick Flag his list of demands. Like, oh, oh yeah. my daughter's going to go to college. Like, Ivy League. And, like like that white shit. Like, yeah, if she ain't doing well, just do, you know, what that white people do. Yeah. I just thought that was a good exchange. Yeah. Take care of her funny. mom. That's going back boyfriend doesn't get anything. <laughs> Darnell's out. That was going to be my line. That was also a third. <laughs> Darnell's it. out. Oh, I would have Definitely that. would not have guessed that one. That would not have been a guess. I think what made that exchange even better is that Rick Flag's like, oh yeah? Yeah, sure. No, oh no, yeah, no. I can't do any of that. And he's like, oh no, bitch. I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to her. Like, I thought that that was good. That he recognized the relationship, played up to like the male ego knowing full well that the bitch was in charge. You know what I mean? Like, that that relationship there, like, or I just, I should say, his recognition of the power dynamic was awesome. Yep. Probably makes sense because he probably deals with people who put hits out on people all the time, so yeah. he kind of has a good sense for who's in charge in the room. Yeah, that, it's that, exactly scene, why he, with, that scene with the hit, that, that little flashback scene with the hit was actually pretty funny. Yeah. I don't see no money! <laughs> Oh no! Not double because nope. of late fees. Because you're an asshole. <laughs> See, it, it would have been one thing if he said because of late fees, but the fact that he was like not doubling because you're being asshole. an asshole, I was like, that's even better. Will was good. Will was he good. Was, he was. Uh, he was great. solid. Yeah. Better than I expected. At the very least, he was better than I expected. Same. I feel like we have to talk about Diablo. Yeah, being he was the. Most powerful person on screen. Exactly. <laughs> and out, of, out of nowhere, like <laughs> waiting for it, paid off kind of. Yeah, it did. Kind I really of. did enjoy it. I was just trying to get I you wish it happened sooner, <laughs> maybe more than once. 
Well, you get the you get the the scene in the yard, which was cool. You could see that he's clearly is able to fuck right. people up. I like that he was able to do more minor things mm-hmm. more precisely, putting like the uh, the Latin the king. Well, yeah, the the, the by. words by or like the Latin king's crown over his head. It was just it was just a flaming crown. It was a devil thing, not a Latin king's thing. I was I just kind of took it as a Latin king's thing because I think I've that's... seen it way too much in Hellboy to think it's a Latin king's. Thing. Okay, that's fair. Devil, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Well, yeah, Diablo I, Devil. I get yeah. that, but I thought they mentioned that he was part of the Latin kings. So when I they took did it that, as a, I took it as a hell thing. Okay, regardless, either way, he did the cool flaming yeah, yeah, crown yeah. thing. Every time he was missing the wife that he killed, he, like, made her dance in his hand, which I thought was cool. Yeah, I really like the Hercules story that they gave him, where it's like, this is all his fault. And then when Harley came down on him for it, I was like, oh, shit, dude, she's fucked. And she's coming down on you with some with some sense. That's the mo- that that was that weird moment of clarity in Harley Quinn's insanity. Yeah. Where she flashed back to just being, a, like, a psychologist yeah. at, like, Arkham. And then his transformation at the end... Yeah, he actually tr- like yeah, that was cool. went full in. Love that. Oh, that was, yeah, was so good. good. Are we talking about the physical transformation? Yes. yes. Okay, because that was awesome. Yeah, yes. that was. I also did not expect him to actually die. I totally did because he's he's not even a comic character, is he? He was made for this movie. Unknown. I would have to. I, I would have, have no to. idea. Exactly. It seems it, it seems that way. Hey, DC fans, go on Facebook.com, search for Zero's Talking Heroes, and let us know if Diablo exists in the DC Universe previous to the DCEU bringing him into Suicide Squad. I'm sure he does. The, the villain? One, I didn't see it coming. I should have, but I didn't. Two, she was a weak villain, and I'm okay with it because at least they didn't waste a doomsday. Right? Like, it's okay that they had a shit villain that only took one time to take out and you're done with it. Fair. Right? Like, I mean, at least, as far as, like, the, the sequel standard is concerned, a weak villain in movie one is a good thing. Yeah. Like, look at the first Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Monger. Yeah. All ten minutes of him. It's fine. Whatever. It works. Movie. I mean, it's still, like, it, it, it neat. I think that movies where there might be a, a larger universe at play needs to have a weak base. You don't you don't go into, you know, whatever the first temple is in any video game you play, and face the boss man. You just don't. Except Mario, the giant skeleton. Skull- you do. Yeah, you you fight a giant skeleton before you get anywhere close to Ganon. This the whole problem with this movie is everything's so freaking rushed. If you had Suicide Squad. Down the line, right? And you had each one of these characters as the villain in each one of the movies leading up to it. I hate you. Like, why was that your point? I was going to say at the end. And then had a movie culminating in all of it. Right. It would have been great. I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah, because now you have the first half of this movie rushing everyone's backstory and the second half being entirely, well, the last 30 minutes being entirely action. So, like, just take your freaking time. You're making money anyway. I don't like this fact that they feel that they have to rush because they have to keep up with Marvel because they're not going to make money. You're still going to make money. You just are. It's the age we live in. It's the superhero age. Mm-hmm. They they all make money for the most part, right? Unless you're in the Fantastic Four. Well, <laughs> that's just oh, impossible shit. to do, right? <laughs> and even the first two of those made money. Right. So, just, again, take your time. Just They blew their load. They just totally did. It's like... They did it with BVS, too. Right. 
Now, I want... Did they start shooting this before BVS came out, obviously, right? Or no? It was in production when BVS was being released. It's almost like they knew BVS was going to be bad, and they wanted to throw this in there because they wanted something fun. Yeah. That's, that's why they did the reshoots for the movie. To make it BV- more fun, yeah. right. Because yeah. BVS had the dark tones, and they were like... This doesn't it work. didn't stick with the fans, so they were like, this isn't working, we got to make something fun, because Deadpool's fun, and everybody loves it. Uh, my counter, not really counterpoint, but alternate solution to that would be, I feel like the Suicide Squad would have worked way better as like a series, instead of a movie. Like a TV show? Uh... Yeah. Like not necessarily a series of movies, but just, it would have allowed way more time, uh-huh. because the... They did it I'm, after this, I'm gonna be done with gripes. But like my big biggest gripe of this movie is that the camaraderie between all of them seems so forced because it happens so. They've known each other for three days, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. Diablo's like, "I'm not losing another family." How were you guys close? You've been walking for like three hours together. But just if it was a series, they would have had all the time to develop. I like, would gotten backstories, we've gotten everything. I mean, granted, perfect world, everything can't be a series, but this would have worked really well as a series, I think. Oh, go ahead. You're not. You, yes, I I thought that the weird family dynamic was a little forced. I, I mean, I guess I was okay with it because coming from a guy who loves watching shit like Band of Brothers, where they spend three months in a camp together and then parachute into Germany and they're the best fr- best of friends, you know, even three months. Yeah, you're right. Versus <laughs> three days, I, it was. You know what? And and will <laughs> Deadshot. Deadshot said it, you know, the honor among thieves thing. And that's kind of what it was. It's like, we're in this together, and it's either succeed or die, and that forces a connection amongst the group of them. That's fair. Which is fine. No, no, I, yeah. I agree. Like, But you're right. Like, it would have been better if they had spread out, and they had gotten into a little bit of a fight. Like, I would have much preferred Slipknot Boomerang try to, like, escape, and, like, Deadshot or Harley been like, Dude, what the? F- what are you doing? They're gonna blow all of us up. Stop it! Up, oh, and he's gone. Yeah, or you even, or it. even if they had one more mission before this, like yeah. the fact that this was their one and only mission together. Like if they had another mission to like build that team building, basically. Yeah. If they'd played ten things. If they had played ten <laughs> things, I would have bought it. <laughs> they should have done uh, that. I wish they. I wish they had. What about three, two, one friendship? That, I mean, they, they, they could have done that yeah. off camera. Maybe that's what happened. I Maybe they played three, two, one friendship. That's what they did do. And that's what made them such a good team. All right, that's our theory from going forward. From now. Right, <laughs> there good. it is. Official. I like it. Appreciate um, it. My gripe is the effects. Uh, I felt that the ectoplasmic stalactites looked like shit. The melted hummers looked like shit. The army of monsters that she was creating looked like shit. Multiple like, eyes and tar. Hershey's I, there. I, I couldn't even tell you if they were eyes. They just looked like bubbles to me. They were like oh, the thing okay. is, I couldn't get a bead on what she was. Like, I get it. She's a an entity that's powerful and she's ancient and blah blah blah. Thick. Give me, give me something. Give me a culture. Give me something. That's Evil. Nice. But it wasn't. It wasn't Aztec, you know what I'm saying? She would have turned it was into like, American, was but it, not? but it wasn't like specifically, you know what I'm saying? It was okay. that's why they found it, and you, you you're right, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like Stargate when they they're Egyptian gods, so uh, they okay. still have Egyptian stuff, but they're not. Yep. Okay. You know there wasn't enough for it to like pound it down for me, and it was just bothersome. 
but did you like the first time Enchantress showed up? Yes, and I because liked that was so cool. Her original form uh, before she got her hair, uh, her oh yeah, was awesome yeah. looking. It was like the the weird. And then when she became corporeal, mm-hmm. I was like, like the omen, uh, mm-hmm. girl from the ring. Yeah. yeah, but just that, just that, like the way the hand came up and switched around it, was awesome. But like, but it was like her hand was on the table. They held hands for like yep. a second and then flipped, and they flipped. But by the time they flipped and panned back up. She, she was, was the inch- yeah. oh that was cool yeah, that was, was cool. so cool it was and again you just only see it once because even when Rick and her did probably yeah because even when Rick and her are in bed together and she like accidentally whispers Enchantress in her sleep and Enchantress shows up it's not like the you see the stuff. arms come up over top yeah like wrap her and like bed. twist and like then that she becomes really cool. like that would have been a cooler way to do it yeah but instead it's just Enchantress and she's there. And then she runs and does all of her things. Mm-hmm. I, again, I still think it's out of left field that she was the, the bad guy, though. Yeah, so do I. So. Should have been Doomsday. Does anybody else have anything specific? Nope. Because I pretty much hit all my stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess really quick, we'll just address some questions that people asked. Yes. Cool. Oh. Yeah. Keep the people involved. Um, if you have questions, keep sending them our way. We'll answer them. Yeah, please do. I have Peter. one that someone suggested. They were, uh, the question is, will DC release a subpar movie at any time? What? Like, <laughs> will they release a less than subpar movie? They already did. A more than subpar movie. A more than? More than is going to be the bigger question here. I, I think yes. I'm sure it yes, but... JLA will be? No, I think Wonder Woman will be. I think yes. Wonder Woman yeah. and I think the Wonder... solo Batman movie should be good. Yeah, Matt, did you have a problem? Did you have a problem with how much Batman was in this? Yes. That's ridiculous. Yes. You're out of your goddamn mind. Yes. He was in too much. Two scenes and a vision. And the mid credit. And, and the oh, okay, yeah, the, yeah. Was there an after credits? No, just yeah, I didn't stay because I we saw the mid credit one. But yeah, I saw the mid credit one. But I didn't stay to see. Which was fine. The mid credit one um, was just like what Ben Affleck had done in all the other ones. He captured Deadshot, which makes right. perfect sense. He captured Harley Quinn, which makes perfect sense. Right, no, and, and I saw Deadshot that in the trailer. Does. Okay, so you knew he was there. I know. There was enough, ba- there was just enough Batman. The appropriate amount. I was okay with it. It was the appropriate, it was just this, this spice with Batman. I was okay with it. It was exactly the amount of Batman you needed to set this fucking movie up. Mm. Who catches Frank, who catches Deadshot if not for Batman? Anybody? That's true. Anybody the got Flash. anything? Uh, no, the Flash got Boomerang, so I'll we're good there. No, Oliver Queen puts him on a fucking island somewhere. After he catches him. God damn it. So did everybody answer that one? He's an arrow net. Yep. Yeah, we're good. I guess. Wonder Woman's going to be... Yeah, probably. Wonder Woman's going to knock it out of the park. Yeah, it is. I hope so. Thank you, Chris Pine. It looks like it is. (laughs) Wow. Thank you, Chris Chris Pine. Pine. And Gal Gadot. (laughs) (laughs) No, she... (laughs) We just said Chris Pine, though. (laughs) Oh, no, she's going to be great, but, like, you know, you need a little little extra support. You need a little sausage. (laughs) You <laughs> need a little extra support here. Thanks, Captain. Right, I got a question from Facebook from Lee. Does Amanda Waller play a larger role than we are led to believe in? Will it tie into JLA? She plays the role that she has always played in connection with the Suicide Squad, and that is the psychotic, militant woman that wants to use metahumans for her own good. I expected her to play exactly what she played. I don't think I expected any less or more of her. I agree with that. I think the term that Corey was looking for is handler. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't handle shit. (laughs) 
last time I checked, the whole point of this fucking mission was to fucking save her. Yeah, that was funny. That was retarded. That's the biggest problem, is that... Oh yeah, she's the reason they're in this. I was like, what a waste of time. Where would you be? I swore, I, I, when they got sent in, I could have swore that they were going to save Flag's girlfriend's body. That Enchantress had like become not in her body and was like using her body. Yeah, yeah, like she was just like holding the body hostage, essentially. Like, well, if something goes bad, I'm going to pop back into it, so that the whole point was to go and capture that body. Mm -hmm. But instead, it was to capture Amanda Waller. What? Mm-hmm. Fuck Wait, you. You were going to say something? We're definitely going to see her again in future movies. I don't know what role she's going to play, but... Probably one very similar. So yeah, Suicide Squad similar. versus Justice League. I can't well, wait for that movie. The 2020. Well, they were go. talking about Or maybe it. they'll just kill her off. They tease it. God, she deserves Shut it down. Since we're talking about Amanda Waller while we're still talking about her, I really, 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 really wanted her to give Bruce Wayne something other than paperwork during that mid-credits scene. Blood? Oh god, I wanted it to be blood so bad, but it wasn't. Clone, Superboy. Um, see, I thought she was going to give him some, like, just like the the heart that she used to hold leverage over Enchantress, some sort of object or even that would have been better than paper power works. over over one of the other people, be it Aquaman or mm-hmm. really just Aquaman. Aquamartha. Doesn't he already have this information? From exactly, the, the which is why it was like, stupid. Like. Yeah, this is very, very dumb. More what, what he had... <laughs> no, no, what I will say is what he had was uh-huh. LexCore footage uh-huh. of these people, whereas Amanda Waller has actual like a dossier, dossier on them. See, I assume that those were also in the Lex files, we just didn't get to see them, but I guess for the purpose of this thing or being a thing, I'll assume... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let it slide. The last one I have would be one that we don't think we touched... It's from Caleb again on Twitter. Why do you think so few people are capable of watching a movie like this simply to enjoy it? Why do they demand so much? Someone other than Corey. Was that? So I said someone other than Corey. Yeah. I feel because like all of them because right. we're fans, and we want to see the source material on the screen. You know, we grew Ding. up with this stuff. And if you don't... Like, they put this stuff out, and they charge money to go see it, and if they don't, like, hit it out of the park... With, you know, the stuff that we grew up with or the stuff that we know already, we're going to be pissed off. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I wasn't doing this podcast, I would have enjoyed it just fine. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the Great. quote we put on the box. <laughs> Great no, because you have to watch it and you have to be critical so you can talk about it, right? Yeah. If I could just sit there mindlessly and watch the action on screen and enjoy the jokes, fine. But we're supposed to talk about the movie. We have to be critical. True. <laughs> but he didn't ask about us, he asked about people in general. Like the casual moviegoer. Ugh. The thing is, well, it's not... Scum of the Earth, man. <laughs> yeah. Armpit. Scum of the Earth. According to the audience score, the casual moviegoer does enjoy this movie. That's true. Right? So, Fact. there it is. You go, you make a comic book movie to... You hit, you hit a certain vein, right? You hit a certain vein of people that will automatically go see this movie. People like us will and have always gone to see Batman movies or Superman movies, fuck Superman, or any other Superman movie that is <laughs> superhero movies. movie that has ever come out. Spider-Man movies. All of them. We have been watching these forever now because we are fans of the genre and that's what we want to see on screen. 
all of the excess, the the casual moviegoer, the guy who's big into football, doesn't give two shits about comics, but, you know, on a Friday night decides to go and see a superhero movie, they're going to like these movies just fine. It's people like us that are going to be critical, and granted, we have to be, but the, 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 the deep fans of whatever it is, be it Batman, be it anything else you see, or be it anything Marvel, is going to have the criticisms of it. I mean, that's just the way it is. It has to be. Yeah, Somebody has to be held accountable. Knowledge basically makes you set a precedent for the movie. Yes. Ignorance is bliss when it comes to these kind of movies, because you're going to enjoy it more, because if you know too much about it, you're going to see all the flaws as opposed to what they do right. Yeah. I think the same thing can be said about uh, movies that have deep trenches involved with them, such as historical movies, mythological movies, things of that nature that have a deep-seated either literary or other form of media background, Mm -hmm. uh, Serenity, you know? People want to see what they think should be seen, so they delve into it just that much harder than when someone makes When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. No one gives a shit about When Harry Met Sally because she has an orgasm at a fucking deli. As harsh as we have been to a number of the movies that we've done on this podcast since we've started, nothing compares to hardcore Harry Potter fans ripping apart the Harry Potter movies. Oh, god damn it. I've never... Like, they're like, no, no, it's not October when Harry does this, it's November. I, I can attest to that. That's true. And, like, that's, like, that's, you know, like, we are at least giving it the benefit of the doubt most of the time. We're done with this one, so let's go around and give it stones. Sequel. I'm gonna give it two stones. Um, when it comes on HBO, I'll watch it. I gave BVS one stone. I think this is twice as good as BVS. I use that as my criteria, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a fair uh, criteria. Two stones. Okay. Alright. Frank. Uh, it's been said already, um, if DC developed these villains in other movies, I probably would have enjoyed it a little bit more. Um, them blowing their load a little too quickly, kind of maybe killed the universe for me. I don't know yet. I haven't decided. But uh, I'm not 100% disappointed, so I'm going to have to go with two stones, too. Matt? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say three stones. Um, I enjoyed this movie. It was fun. It had all it needed to have. It had a lot of shit that pissed me off. So that's why it's at three stones. And it's not a two because it had enough that made me smile. And this movie had a lot of shit going on, which is why this episode's so long, so I apologize ahead of time. Joe, what'd you give it? I'm gonna end up giving this movie four stones. Whoa! I had a lot of fun watching this movie. I actually want to go see it again. Wow. It was a good time. It's... If you take it as a movie that's not so serious, it's... does the job. It's an action... If you... It's kind of lazy if you're looking at it from a from a plot perspective and a character development perspective. But as a movie, I think this is what DC needed to at least and start producing better things. So I think this is a step in the right direction. I had fun with it. I would see it again, absolutely. Corey? I'm with you. Uh, this gets four stones for me because it was easily twice as good as Batman vs. Superman was. It, it did everything it needed to do. And even my gripes with it when it comes to something like 
oh, it doesn't have a plot. It's about a bunch of psychopaths running through the streets killing things. It doesn't need the plot. It doesn't need as strong as a plot as Batman or Superman, or Batman vs. Superman does, because they have a code. They have these strict lines that they have to stay between. Deadshot and Harley Quinn don't. They can go wherever the fuck they want, whenever the fuck they want. But overall, I just in, I just had a really fun time watching this movie. I'm with Joe. I'm I'm gonna go see this again, be it in the theaters or as soon as it comes out. I want to watch it again. So it's getting four. Thanks, Will Smith <laughs> and Margot Robbie. Yeah, and mm-hmm. since we're running along, let's move on to our recommendations so we can plug things and leave. Yes. <laughs> there. Uh, Matt. Eat alligator. It's a delicious meat. Try it. Have it parmesan. Have it fried. Uh, if you can find the ribs, try that. Tastes like chicken. Tastes like chicken. Underrated meat. Underrated. It is. If you're in Florida, you can get it everywhere. That's true. Corey? Uh, I recommend taking a weekend and going and living out in the woods. Go camping, guys. <laughs> it's fun. It's summertime. You're going to have a lot of fun. Find a campsite, though. They're cheap. I found one for $15 this weekend. There you go. It's a pretty good deal. It is. It's a great deal. Sequel? Football season is upon us, so... Yes. <laughs> Thank God. If you like the sport and have never played fantasy football before, get together with a group of friends, start a league. It's a lot of fun. Makes it's a fantastic sure. way to learn about players. Absolutely. It's the best It's the best way. Frank? I'm going to recommend two things. Jared Leto. Listen to a 30 Seconds Tomorrow's album and watch Fight Club. Oh shit, he is in that. He sure is. He's Angel Face. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Uh, I had one and I was spacing on it. Oh yeah, mine is, uh, I recommend that whenever you're taking a break from work, take an extra ten minutes. Just for you. If you have that, if you have that, if you have that possibility, sit in your car, just reflect on things. When you go back into work, I think you'll feel better. Right over you. I call them yeah, cigarette breaks. That's true. Fresh air breaks if you don't smoke. If you don't smoke, say you're taking a cigarette break anyways, because... They can't tell you not to. They can't tell you not to. Yep. People are way more forgiving when you smoke. It's retarded. Which is why, as a smoker, I always say to people that are like, oh, you can take cigarette breaks. I'm like, take them too. Stand out here with me. Yeah, no. I I don't care. I do it all the time. I ain't stopping you. And those are our recommendations. Uh, If you'd like to send us questions, comments, suggestions for future movies... Tell us about what you thought about Suicide Squad. You can send us an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at zthpodcast. Look for us on Instagram at zthpodcast. You can search for us on Facebook, Zero Talking Heroes, in the search bar. Or facebook.com backslash zthpodcast. Nailed it again. Ah, his eyebrows were killing Also, find us on iTunes. Please give us a five-star review. Or a five-star rating, and if you want to leave us a review, that would be cool, too. We'll read it. We sure will. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for Zero's Talking Heroes. Next time, we're going to be doing Mad Max Fury Road. Boom. So we're going to the Apocalyptic Society. Mm. Everyone enjoy that. Brace yourselves. <laughs> for everyone else, so long. So long.